Yeah, we talk a lot about fighting hate. So explain this one to me, because I don't get it. The University of Toronto is going to be hosting a man with previous links to a Palestinian terror group. His name, Issam al-Yaman. And in March of 2018, Global News' investigative team revealed that he's an accused former member of the Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine. And this is a group that openly declares uh, Jews should be wiped from the earth and which has carried out numerous terror attacks, including the murder of 15 civilians and a number of military personnel. And on top of that, this guy's also been ordered deported from Canada since 2005 because the border services called him a danger to the security of Canada. And yet here he is, the guest of honor at the U of T, invited by the group, the student group, Students Against Israeli Apartheid, who characterizes this guy as an activist. Ilan Orzi is the university's, uh, uh, pardon me, is the director of advocacy and issues management for Hillel Ontario, which is affiliated with United Jewish Appeal. Good to have you, Ilan. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, the university's president just wrote an opinion piece this week, and I don't know if it's about timing or that he just didn't know, and it was for the Canadian Jewish News, you know, stating that the UFT is doing its part to stand up to anti-Semitism. It's an awfully weird way to do such a thing. Absolutely. And um, I'm not sure about the timing, although I will give them the benefit of the doubt. I don't think that they knew about this uh event coming up when they released the letter or even when they were drafting it. But uh, it is very interesting to see those two things happen in the same week. The Students Against Israeli Apartheid, I mean, they have anonymity, so they can kind of do what they want. I I think they have freedom. Do they have to approve this kind of thing through the universities? So, no. um, Student groups are technically under the jurisdiction of the student union. In this case, um, the Students Against Israeli Apartheid group is part of the uh, University of Toronto Student Union, which is the undergraduate student union. And um, they, much like you said, do have autonomy. There are some boundaries here and there, but they're not as uh, stringent as uh, we'd like to see. Definitely inviting a person like this uh, would, in our opinion, breach those boundaries, but uh, not so with the student union. Because it's not, we're not talking about an activist. This is not someone who fights the good cause. This person is listed by Canada uh, as being linked to a terrorist organization and has been ordered deported. Now, as I understand, Ralph Goodale, uh, the Liberal government, trying to reverse that for whatever reason, I haven't been able to find out. But the point is, this guy is not supposed to even be in this country. So for him to be invited as a, a speaker, to me, is, is, is deeply troubling. Absolutely. I can't comment on what's going on with the government or with the minister. What I can say is that it is, in fact, uh, deeply disturbing, as I wrote in a letter to uh, the administration last week. And uh, we've been in conversation with them uh, since about Friday over the weekend as well. Um, And they are investigating the situation. My hope is that uh, this event will be cancelled at the moment. It seems that it's been moved from University of Toronto's campuses to St. Mike College's campuses, which technically is separated from the rest of the uh, university. That said, um, we do hope that this will get resolved. And uh, you mentioned it earlier when you said that he's being labeled as an activist, a Palestinian uh, unionist or or activist. It's blatantly false. He's a member, or at least was a member of the PFLP. Um, His uh, deportation was ordered in 2005. Uh, I actually saw a letter on Twitter, and I don't remember exactly who tweeted it, but the letter that came from the government 
um, you know, informing them about uh, his um, residency here near Mississauga, stated that he had been continuing some of his activities in terms of activism for the PSLP while he was still in Canada. So the fact that he's still here is indeed deeply disturbing. And the PFLP, what is their status now? Are they still active? And can you just for our listeners kind of characterize who they are and what they think of Jews? For sure. The PFLP is a terrorist organization that exists um, primarily in the West Bank, although I do believe that they've sort of spread uh, around the Middle East. Um, They are one of a few groups in the Middle East that are particularly troublesome when it comes to the quote-unquote Palestinian cause. Uh, the PLO, the uh, Popular Liberation, or excuse me, the Palestinian Liberation um, Organization is uh, along the same lines. The PFLP has a history of being involved in many terrorist attacks, including during the first and second intifada. I can't speak more directly into exactly what they feel about Jews, as I have thankfully never had to actually interact with them. Uh, But I can tell you that they are still listed as a terrorist organization. Their activities still trouble the uh, Israeli community as well as the rest of the Middle East. And uh, to see someone here being promoted as an activist uh, for their former ties with that organization is, as I said, deeply disturbing. Well, it is. And and, and words matter. And look, I, I am abundantly in support of free speech. No question. If they want this guy to speak in their basements, have at her. But they have no business um, giving someone like this uh, main stream exposure unless of course there's someone there on the other side to say this is who he is i mean it's that we're normalizing this and i'm concerned and i know that this is kind of an area that that you uh, are an expert in i mean how often is this going on at schools across this country yeah unfortunately it is happening i would say that this is a unique case uh, where we actually have a speaker coming to campus who is openly being part of a uh, terrorist organization um, every so often we find speakers who are problematic for various different reasons. We would bring those uh, concerns to the administration of the particular university as soon as we can and ask them to take um, action. As you said, you are for free speech. I am for free speech. Hill, Ontario and the wider Jewish community are definitely for free speech. But there need to be limits on exactly where free speech starts and ends, especially on a university campus, because the safety of our students, the Jewish students in particular on campus, is of great concern to us for tomorrow night. This is why we've taken extra precautions. Uh, campus security is going to be um, increasing their patrols near uh, the Wolfon Center, which is where we house um, the Jewish students at University of Toronto. We have a space for uh, Jewish life there. We have asked um, the security apparatus that's part of the Jewish community to be involved as well. I've alerted our uh, support network at the Center for Israel and Jewish Affairs. There's a lot of people who are keeping their eyes on the situation. At the end of the day, I am all for free speech, but the safety and security of our students is absolutely first and foremost. Ilan, thank you so much. I appreciate you joining me. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. That is Ilan Orzi uh, joining us today. Look, the campus knows about this. The administration knows about this. Let's see if they put their talk into action and get rid of it. Because again... Students against Israeli apartheid right then and there. You know, (laughs) you know that they're going to be doing stuff that you might not agree with, not even just disagree with. That's just simply wrong. They can do it, but they might be called on it and then have to act on it.